Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Journey Through Sonship podcast. We're doing part six today, beginning the journey part six. We're going to talk about desiring in the walk, desiring in the walk. Our scripture will be coming from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22. It says, seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unthinged love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass wherewith and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby, if so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. What a wonderful passage of scripture, uh, one that I think about for everyone who's beginning this walk in their sonship. There has to be a desire like a newborn babe, that desire for the milk. But look what it says. It says, as a newborn babe, desire the sensual milk of the word. So in other words, we must have an in a desire for the word of God. Okay. Now, one of the things that I, I've shared with many people is a lot of times when people start and they're walking sonship, the first thing they want to kind of do is go read Revelation see what the end is going to be. And a lot of people actually get very fearful from that. And I've heard of very tragic stories of people actually literally going crazy trying to read Revelation. So one of the things that the Lord does, he, he gives us structure in our maturity. And I'm going to talk about that in the last part, which is part seven um, on the next podcast. But for today, we're going to talk about having that desire for the word of God. Listen, he says, by the word that you may grow thereby. So in other words, in order for us to grow, we need the word of God. Okay? We're to grow up by the word of his grace. Inside the word is full. The Bible says the word is full of grace and truth. Okay? Grace and truth. When you come into the body of Christ, know what your maturity is? Your maturity is all about revealing who you are in Christ. That's what your maturity. So what is you're transitioning your mindset from the old man to being a son of God. And that transitioning from that mindset of the old man to the mind of Christ is your maturity. Okay. And there's levels to this thing. There's levels to it. There's times the Lord starts off with very simple things that you can deal with and, and things that he shared with you that you can apply immediately in your life. And then what happens is as you begin to grow, he begins to go deeper into your life to deal with those things that the devil has has really gotten a hook in you. A lot of the deep-seated issues that you may be dealing with, but you're at a point now that you can actually deal with them what? Responsibly. We require, we need the word of God. Every turn, everybody turn to Hebrews chapter four, verse number 12. It says this, for the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow 
and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. I call it the fivefold ministry of the word right there in Hebrews chapter four, uh, verse 12. It says what the word is quick, y'all. It's quick. It's life giving. It gives life. Let me tell you something. It's nothing like hearing the word of God and you can feel like this life rising up in you when God has put something, this puzzle piece together that's been disconnected for so long. But when he shares it at that moment in your maturity, it's like, I got it. And you feel lifted up. You feel that life rise in you. Okay. I, I Trust me, when you feel it, it, it there's a, that fire, that desire for the word of God increases. Okay, there are times I'm being honest with you. I'm one of the things I vow on this podcast is to be very honest with you. There are times I hit plateaus in my life where I feel like I'm just not desiring, and I don't know what it is. Sometimes I'm honest. I didn't. I didn't know what it was, and I had brothers and sisters and and elders around me that I could share those thoughts that I was feeling at that time. And many times, what it is is the Lord needs for us to just apply what He's given us already. So many times we want we want to keep acquiring knowledge, keep acquiring, keep acquiring, but we never take the time to appreciate the importance of applying the knowledge to see the manifestation of the thing. Okay? So in other words, we have all this knowledge, we have all these theologians, but no manifestation. We have to desire the word, but in desiring the word, the Lord gives us what we need, and when we practice those things that he's given us, guess what? You can now see the manifestation. You can see your faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped, past tense, for. The evidence of things not seen. So when God says something to you and you apply it and you see the manifestation of the thing, it strengthens your faith. It strengthens it. Why? Because you are obedient in the thing. You will be into the word of God. And it being it says tribulation. I believe it's over in Romans 5. It talks about tribulation works patience. Patience works experience. And experience works hope. So when you go through those situations that the Lord brings to you and you overcome them by the word of his grace, guess what happens, y'all? You begin to grow. And that desire has to be there. The Bible says, he who hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Guess what? That means if you hunger and thirst for the word just like a baby does for milk, guess what happens, y'all? You will be filled. You will not be denied. But there's also a time where the Lord says, okay, that's enough for right now. Let me, you need to apply what you've been taught. For so many people, they've heard so many messages in church that there wasn't a real time in their lives to apply it. I firmly believe the time that we're living in right now, and this is um, October 24, 2020, as I'm recording this, we're, we're really in the midst of another wave of this pandemic. I believe that this whole time of this pandemic has been a time to develop that personal relationship with the Lord, but also for you to understand how you're to live by his voice, but also grow by his word in your personal life. So many times we try to grow in the midst of a group, but not everybody in the group has the same gifting. Not everybody in that group has the same mission. So the Lord deals with us separately. If you go through the Bible, before many of these famous people that went to do great things for the Lord, there was always a private time with the Lord. You can take my, I think about Moses, the burning bush. Think about David in the cave of Adullam. 
I think about Jesus and when he went back to the temple at 12 years old, but we didn't see him no more until the age of 30 coming over the hill. And John said, there he is, the Lamb of God. What was he doing? He says, I had to be about my what? Father's business. And if you read that scripture right, you see the word father is capitalized. So it wasn't speaking per se of Joseph. He was speaking of his heavenly father. I think about Paul, the Damascus Road experience. Paul then disappeared for 14 years before he was reintroduced to us through the letters and through his mission. We see that Paul desired the word. He, he had a zeal, but his zeal had to be transformed. His zeal had to be put in perspective. He said he counted everything lost for the excellency and knowledge of Christ. Christ had to reform how he saw the world. Christ had to reform how he treated people. Christ had to reform. He desired the word. And the word transformed him. The Bible says, I travail with you until Christ be formed in you. That is what Paul went through. We see Paul through the letters, but we don't understand that Paul went through so much. that I urge everyone to read the letter to the church of the Philippians. Because that's so important to see how Paul really expressed his heart of he desired that word, but it had to be transformed. He had to be transformed. He had to consider everything that he thought he knew lost for the desire and the Nazi and the excellency of Christ. Take anybody in scripture. They had a private experience with the Lord first before they really got into their, 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 their calling. So it's very important that we understand that as we desire, we have to have that desire, y'all. You have to want it. You have to want that relationship with the Lord. And that's the one thing you can't hide from him because he's the giver. He's the one who gives the word. You can't lie about your desire. There are times when I, there's times in my life when I hit points where I say, you know, I, I just want the word, Lord. I want the word. But my actions didn't say I want the word. And so he shut it up. He didn't let me have it. I could do everything I wanted to do. But that didn't mean I was receiving that, that fresh manna from heaven because my heart did not truly desire it. You can't hide that desire from the Lord. And in order for us to do this walk, in order for us to walk and mature and bring out the reality of who we are as sons of God in the earth, it will require honesty and desire. You got to be honest about your desire for the Lord. It's very important. And also we have to be careful about the word that we receive and the people who we receive it from. Because we know, because let me tell you something, the devil loves people who are very extremely ambitious our maturity is very structured it's very structured as I talked about in part 5 our accountability for our actions and part 4 our accountability for our words there's a level of accountability that's in the body of Christ to help keep you in the path man I thought about this I said, I thought about all the teaching series I've done over the past seven years, I can honestly say I've done probably about 20 to 30 teaching series. And after the teaching series, I realized that it seemed like the teachings kind of just shut off. 
And I thought, like, am I doing something wrong, God? Am I missing something? Am I, you know, what am I doing wrong? And I, you know, I don't need to repent. But what the Lord was saying was, okay, I've given you what you need in word. Now I need for you to apply it. There was a season within the last four to five years when the Lord had called our households to go into our rooms and shut our doors for a season. And in that season, we began to understand what it meant to be a son of God. We understood the structure of the body of Christ from the perspective, from the perspective of being family. And from that, we learned our elementary doctrines. We learned uh, the six doctrines, repentance from dead, words, faith towards God, uh, baptisms, uh, eternal judgment, resurrection of the dead, and land on of hands. Uh, we learned all six of those doctrines, but more about not just learning them, we began to apply them. We needed to apply them because the Lord knew there was a time coming that this flood of false information would come into the earth. It's a flood that's flooding people's minds right now. It's, it's, it's almost like it's trying to drown the word out of people. People are, not, the people are struggling to know what is the truth of God right now. So that's why it's so important that our maturity and our desire is structured in a way that we can receive effectively and apply effectively so that we may grow effectively. You have to have that desire, y'all. Preachers can, preachers can preach you they blew in the face. But if you don't have a desire for the word of God, it's like clanging brass to you. And the only time it really gets activated is when you get in trouble and you try to pull that word out then. We should be trying to apply that word every day into our lives. The Lord is reforming. He's changing us. He's, he's, we're, we're trying to be conformed to the image. That's called worship. Conforming to the image of God. That's worship. So it's very important for us to desire, to have that desire for the word. But as a newborn babe, that's, that's a hunger, man. Have you ever seen a newborn baby when they first come out? I've seen it three times. They want that milk. You know, they're suckling hard. They want that milk immediately. That's where our desire has to be. We have to desire the sincere milk of the word. So I urge you, follow with me. Last part on this beginning the journey um, section, we're going to talk about the structure of the body of Christ. I urge you, and I thank you for listening, and may God bless you. Till we meet again on the Journey Through Sonship podcast.